one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Good movement and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a lit yoga podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through smarter and safer movement patterns so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Welcome to Friday with Friends. Today, I have Steve Wilshire on. Steve has made fitness, health, and mindset a priority for three decades. Shortly after winning the Mr. Oregon bodybuilding competition, which we talk about, Steve developed an autoimmune disease that originated from a serious gut complication that almost ruined his health. Most everything Steve learned from experts, radical meal plans, and harsh chemicals and supplements compromised his gut health. 18 months after being diagnosed, Steve healed himself by following the philosophy and wellness practices taught by the Hippocrates Institute in Southern Florida. He has developed the Body Temple Health and Wellness platform. He's a keynote speaker and author. And I talked to him today about his journey into health, working out, meditation, his own, some of his own daily routine things, and so much more. It was a joy to talk to Steve and hear literally his passion through the podcast. Please enjoy my talk with Steve. Welcome, Steve. I'm so grateful to have you on today and to hear about all your offerings and your own personal journey into wellness. I, I really want to acknowledge you for the work that you're doing in the world and the impact that you're making. And um, kudos for that incredible voice you have. <laughs> oh, well, thank you very much. You already have won the best podcast <laughs> guest Yoga was a big part of my healing. Oh, no, you're so sweet. Okay. I appreciate that. Like, yeah. I, I remember that fourth healer that looked at me and said, Steve, you need yoga. Yoga is going to change your whole physiology. And 11 years ago, never went back. I've never missed one week in 11 years. Wow. Oh, wow. Well, let's go back to 11 years ago. Can you 
Talk about your journey into the space you're in now. Like so many people, you have a personal uh, story that transformed your life through struggle, but has led to this amazing platform and passion and profession that you now share with others. So can you tell us a little bit about your, the origin of this? Beautiful question. Yeah. Don't you think we all go through challenges and when we get to the other side, often there's this innate yearning to impact lives, to share with others. And wow, you're a great coach. You're pulling some things out that I haven't thought about for a while. And, and one being that I remember when I struggled with resistance and heard this still small voice say to me one day, your gift in life is getting through challenges and helping other people get through challenges. And I was like, whoa, mm, what a thought. What if I own that? What if that became like the cornerstone of my history and my journey of, of helping people? God, it's been that way for a, a lot of my life. I, everyone that's known me for about 30 years would say that I modeled ideal health. And before I got sick, I thought everything that I was doing was ideal. I was kind of always have been the, I find the expert, just do what the expert tells me to do. Right. And so most everything that I learned from experts around radical meal plans and like excess supplementation was wrong. And I thought it was absolutely ideal. And I had no science leading up to my illness. I like to call it a condition. I remember being with my 12-year-old son, Laura, and we're in a vegan restaurant and I, I didn't feel right. And all of a sudden my stomach is just bloated. And I stood up and he's 12. He looks at me and he's like, dad, what happened to your abs? And I thought maybe I needed to go into urgent care. I, I just was way off. And so I ended up eventually a couple of days later getting in to see my doctor and had some test results come back and my blood work looked great. And I remember that was the first sign of fear. It was like, why? How can my blood work look great? Every time I would eat, even drink water, I would get bloated. But the good news is, you know, life seems to send us opportunities and players that signs of that grace and faith is on our side. And Quinn's mom had gone through was healing herself from third stage cancer. She had been on this journey for about two years. And so that was when I realized I needed to go down functional medicine. I wouldn't call it functional medicine at the time. And she had learned everything. She healed herself from third stage cancer, eventually no chemo, no radiation, no surgery. And she basically lived and breathed the Hippocrates Institute's philosophy on food. And everything that she did was completely about plant-based. And, and so I started to go down that journey. And after I met with this uh, naturopath that I call a healer, I realized I had this serious case of celiac disease. And this candida and bad bacteria had just totally grown through my body. And I wanted to say to everybody, you know, blood work or getting lab tests back, especially through alternative, it's different often, the blood work that you can get with doctors, but it gives us indication of what to change. I do mine quarterly. 
I'm about that. And also what you're about, Laura, tuning into the body. You know, when we're tapped into the body, the body gives us messages, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Now, I'm interested because you were a bodybuilder. And so successful that you were, you won the Mr. Oregon bodybuilding competition. And so I'm imagining going from that, which is in a way, a superficial sculpting of the body. Absolutely. Especially the last week. Oh my God. (laughs) Right. Right. It's very performative. And so there is a goal of like getting big and chiseled. And then all of a sudden the insides, you know, I just metaphorically are falling apart. True. How did you, how did you first kind of, as, as this having such a history in the bodybuilding way, how did you cross that kind of chasm that a lot of people who are really just mostly interested in the look of the body, how how did you, was it just that you were so sick did you struggle with, this is so different. Am I going to get weak eating just plants? Did you have this kind of inner struggle with that? I haven't had anybody ask me that question. I love that question. And I love that question because, you know, the ego is a thing. And often it's pain in our past or this diminished value or limiting belief that we create in our mind. And yeah, it's a really profound question. And I love that question for our viewers and our, and our listeners, because I grew up with a dad that was completely athletic, that college pro. And then he had two sons, uh, three sons, but the two that were really athlete, athletes, I was not one of them. And as a kid, I was pretty sensitive and more of a listener. And he would just joke with me. I mean, he would constantly say, did I get the wrong kid in the hospital? And he would, and I would laugh it off, but it, it, it was painful for me. And so I, when I was 26 years old, I became a really successful entrepreneur early on. And my mother was like the catalyst of a belief and holding a uniqueness for all three of her children. And I went to this entrepreneur convention. There's about 5,000 people there. And I can't believe you're pulling out of me. I feel like I'm in a coaching session. I love it. You're so good. And so I, I remember this keynote speaker at the very end, just got quiet, looked at the state, looked, looked at everybody in the audience until they got quiet. She said, I have a question for you before I'm done. And she said, I want to know, what are you sick and tired of being sick and tired of? And I wrote, I hate my body. And I would never take my shirt off by a pool. I would never have the light on when I had sex with my wife. I, I did not like my body. So I made a decision to go back to Portland and get in shape. And at that point, I just looked for a trainer and my reunion was coming up. And so it did start more from a focus on how I looked. But what I realized through the process that I want all of you to hear is that it's one of the only decisions that we can make in our life that no one has control over. And I realized that no one had control over what I ate, what I ate, the time that I spent meditation now, many years, the choices that I made to get fit. But I ended up getting a lot of reaction and response from people. And then that eventually shifted to more internally. 
And so when I think of today, when people approach me at a gym or in a sauna, a lot of youth approach me and like, dude, how old are you? And they'll, they'll ask me questions. And I say, I do it to feel good. I do it to connect with my soul. It's my time to totally get into alignment with my mind, my body, my soul. And I just, I'm a happier person by giving myself permission to do my highest excitement and everybody benefits from it. So it's definitely been that way for a good 20 years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that sounds like really the reason why people should work on their body. It's like, I always say there is one irrefutable fact really in life. And there's, there's very few others. And that is we have a body and we have come, you know, we've come here with a body. Mm. It is a fact we are living in a body. And this body is the container of many things, how we feel about ourselves. I thought that was so just honest and raw for you as, as a man, because I think women typically are spotlighted as the ones who feel insecure about their bodies, but men can also feel this, right? And it's just, it. but when we take care of it, we're doing much more than making it look good so that we present ourselves a certain way. It's that we also are internalizing that work of working through our body to make ourselves feel more whole. So I want to circle back to not feeling whole. Yeah, yeah, go right ahead. I love what you just said because- our internal world becomes our external world. Like only to the degree that we could love ourselves, can we receive love? Think about Mm -hmm. that. Only to the degree that we can even experience darkness, can we experience the depth, the capacity of light on the other side? And so sometimes going back to your beautiful name of your podcast, we have to redefine what matters. And we're living in an old paradigm of thinking. Like when I had my earlier conversation with you before the podcast, I thought like you remind me of Melanie Lair, who's a very successful coach, very successful. And what people love about her is she's all about energy and tapping in and tuning into the soul part. I mean, we are, like you said, have a body We have a mind and the mind's really the hard drive. The mind's really the history. It's what we consume, but the soul is always one step ahead. And that's why meditations become a big part of my world and a big part of my success and helping clients redefine like who they are. And I really want to acknowledge what you just brought up because you may be listening and feeling that you're just never satisfied and contentment getting to a place of contentment. Contentment really is the essence of happiness. And so we transform through accepting who we are presently and the choices that we make today gradually create momentum that transforms. So yeah, we can transform our body externally, but it all begins first in thought and then in form. I totally agree because you have to have you have to have the will, you know, you have to have the desire that is, that is beyond the conditioning or your dad or society. That is a, that's like a nudge, but that is not, it is not significant. It is not profound. It has to come from within. And that is that internal self that wants more for, you know, like when I, 
speak to so many people and, you know, I'm listening and I can hear kind of right away. It's just like this, they're circling yeah. around going in and it's like circling the drain and what, what, you know, I don't have enough time. Well, I don't, I can't ever get this way. Mm. And it's like, you have to go in, you have to go deep and you have to do the work and work should be a wonderful thing. Like, is it, mm. how, how boring is it to sit on the couch and have being served day and night, right. whether it's food or enjoyment or entertainment? how much more fulfilling it is in your own sweat and tears and doubt and fear to not just push through, but to lit, like, yeah, literally return to that, which is already there. Like you're talking mm. about the soul, the, 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 the did everybody hear that of knowing when she said return to where you are now, like I have a book that's tethered that woke me up, Marianne Williamson, a return to love. I remember like that, book led me to my soul. But what I love about what you're saying and really want to acknowledge is that you have a, you have these hosts of heaven that are right here. When you just make a decision, you're ready for change and you don't quite even know how to get there. And that's the beautiful part of grace. You just start holding belief that the ideal thoughts, the ideal people, the ideal resources, this is not by chance that you're listening to this podcast right now. You might even just analyze even what got me to this podcast. How did I get here? And that is a great sign of you listening to that still small voice that's guiding you. And today, and maybe this interview, you're realizing, wow. You know, I'm getting a lot out of this interview, realizing I really want to tap into my soul. Well, everything in the world happens through environments. You know, when I go to yoga, I know, and I'm being guided by an instructor. I know that is the greatest way for me to experience yoga. And I know that during COVID, when I had to try to do it online, it was not even remotely the same. So that environment and that commitment a couple of times a week transformed my body. And so the greatest way to create that, and I'm just going to throw it out is to give yourself permission of creating a miracle morning ritual. And over that time, you'll create your customized version of that. And that's where you're going to be led. And there's a whole process that we have in place to help you with that. Hmm. Well, I want to hear more about that, but I do <laughs> want to circle back to this autoimmune mm -hmm. disease disorder, mm -hmm. because so many, this is just like every third person you talk to. I know, right? It has, a, it's crazy, right? It's crazy. And so it's like, well, what is it that the body turns on itself? Oh God, that's Because that's what, autoimmune, that's what autoimmune is. Yeah, it's like something has phrase. been, right. It's turning on itself. Mm -hmm. So, because really, if everything's in balance from the cell all the way up to the you know, macro mm -hmm. level, your body is doing what it's supposed to be doing. So what do you think was the common or most, I guess, significant contributor to your autoimmune disease? Good question. You have some remarkable language, like macro version. You know, you think of it like the, in spirituality, like the macro version is the creator and the micro version is you you know, in alignment with your creator. Well, originally I would have said definitely supplements and uh, like 
Excess. And can you be spe- uh, with, I mean, well, not chemicals, blame uh, any of them, but I'll when, talk are more we, about these- that, like specifically like all of these chemicals yeah. and supplements and these radical meal plants that don't sustain age and to learn that at a young age. But what I didn't realize as I started to move into my journey and get honest and have information revealed that I give 70% to the supplements and these radical meal plants, but the 30% was the anxiety. I didn't know that anxiety and depression were big factors on the gut. Like the gut is the engine of the body, the brain of the body. And I had dealt with anxiety for years and just kind of faked it, just kind of went went along with it and then had my own little protocol of how to get out of it that wasn't really necessarily healthy. And when I talk about this, my passion is children. I could cry, like thinking of how many children will say to their parents, mommy, my tummy hurts. And it really means I have depression or I have anxiety. So my story was that uh, about 44, 43, my friends kept saying, you got to do a fitness show, dude. Like you got to do a fitness show, man, you're getting older. Why aren't you doing a fitness show? And just the thought of competing wasn't really something that I was really necessarily energy or, or, or actually had the energy for or interest of. And um, then I thought, well, what if I turn this into like being in the best possible shape of my life? So I made the decision. I was like, going to this like afford myself this luxury. And like I said earlier, I had... I mean, I have a couple of teams, a couple of brands, you know, the relationships in our life, their decisions affect our decisions. And I realized that, wow, in this journey, I got to completely control my health to some degree. And I'm a mindset coach. So I was fascinated by that, like, wow. And so leading up to it, I hired these reputable naturopath, one naturopath and a trainer and a poser. And I just followed their plan. I was spending about $800 to $1,000 a month in supplements. I wasn't even eating a lot of food. I, I did a no steroid show. And then all of a sudden my gut quit. And I remember feeling so naive. I remember feeling like, how in the world did I let this happen? I didn't know 92% of the supplements on the market had chemicals in them. I had no idea. In my mind, I was like, aren't all supplements good for you? And I didn't know that food combination would eventually like compromise my gut. Like it's, it's, it's something that's not really common in Europe. I didn't know that meal plans like keto cause kidney stones and all sorts of nutrient deficiency, even heart disease. They're extremely hard on the pancreas and liver and gallbladder. And the gallbladder is like, the is such an important part of the body. God, when people have it taken out, just FYI, you can heal yourself from autoimmune. And you know, what wakes people up often is our choices, our health choices don't just affect our health. They affect our relationships, our finances. They affect the people around us. They affect our jobs, our ability to function, even doubting faith. And I know that I'm only interested in being here on the planet with vitality. Like it's my very favorite word. So I went through 18 months of, of pain. It almost ruined my life. And I remember 12 weeks after contracting it, I had a big event at the Vidara in Las Vegas with hundreds of leaders flying in for this retreat. And I remember just praying to God, get me through this, just get me through this. So I would say, you know, chemicals and aggressive meal plans were the beginning of it. But um, 
also me not being tuned into my inner guidance and parasites are a thing like parasites. We actually, there's 14% of the population walking around with parasites and they they're contracted by water, like tap water. You wouldn't believe what's in our tap water. They're contracted by supplements, even food, even by sex. And it's a thing. And there's actually supplements that can take care of parasites, but a doctor is not going to give you a test on parasites. Usually you have to go to a natural path. And some of you that are walking around with brain fog, I mean, I've been really healthy for about seven years now. And two years ago, I contracted parasites. I had no other normal signs except for I had brain fog. And I'm like, hmm, I'm just going to see if I have parasites. And that was what was going on. Isn't that fascinating? Hmm. That is. Can you just tell everyone, because brain fog is a really uh, oh my God. pretty large idea. Like a lot of people feel kind of, you know, not quite awake, but brain fog, what are some symptoms that were just slap you in the face? You knew something was up. Brain fog. I would say often is noticing how you might have been at a more elevated time of focus and clarity. I call it the hangover that you shouldn't have. Like, I mean, even since we're here, there are times that I'm walking out at 1030 or 11 o'clock to go to the gym for a light workout. And I'm actually talking my, talking my body and been a 16 hour day. And I'm like, Okay, body, we're going to go stretch. We're going to have a light workout. We're going to listen to great music. We're going to get in the sauna. We're going to walk in the water, maybe get in the steam room. We're going to meditate because I know I'll wake up the next day like I have a hangover. I don't drink. And it's because of stress that I might have brought my body. And so in all of that, it's coming down to mind, body, soul. But we know when we have an elevated state of clarity. And some of you have been maybe where I was for years where you're living in flight and fight. And so in all of that, you forget, you forget. And so making that first step to give yourself permission to meditate or like a Joe Depenza says, and an Esther Hicks, that meditation is doing that thing that you love to do that you lose track of time like my son playing the guitar or Laura and I like diving into some yin yoga, you know, it, it you, you've got to find that thing that you love to do. That is real meditation. Even a rapper that loves to rap. If that's your thing, do your thing. And that's when you start to notice that, you know, you, there's a, a soul, an inner guidance, an inner being that is guiding you. And that is freedom. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, we could go in a lot of different directions, but I want to circle back to the gut again, because I've talked, I've talked about this on podcast and, you know, I feel like I'm an educated individual about health, but I don't, I didn't really recognize Mm. the magnitude of the gut's responsibility on how we feel Ah. mentally, not just, you know, like, oh, I have a stomach ache, but how much the gut Ah. um, influences our nervous system the clarity in our mind, our emotional state, all of these things. And so you have said the gut is the mind of the body and is responsible for most of our overall health. Can you, can you really expand on that a little bit more? Yes. Yes. I'm sure you can. (laughs) When you go into YouTube and 
I'm going to, I'm going to share something that I feel moved, touched, and inspired to share that I haven't even talked about. Like I, I, I am chosen to be a non-vaxxer. I have so support everybody. I can say honestly that no, there's not one right answer for anyone except my heart says when someone tells us what we're going to do, we have the love and unconditional way of being that we ask questions to help them find their answers. People don't need advice. They need to know, like help them find their answers. But in all of that, I knew the COVID signs, but I didn't know the Delta signs. And um, it's interesting, right before Thanksgiving, I'll go into the gut answer, but I'm going to share something that's going to help you really see what can happen. I, it was Wednesday before Thanksgiving. I woke up not feeling right. I had a couple of clients and a couple of podcast interviews. And so I jumped on the cardio machine and got in the sauna and then did my thing. And then that afternoon, I was like, man, I'm not feeling right. And so I ended up going to the gym, just to get in the sauna and the steam room. I never do sauna twice. And um, one o'clock in the morning, I wake up and my weakest part of my body was just charged, like jacked up my hip flexors, my IT band. I, you know, just a difficult part of my body. And I went into this sweat. I didn't feel right. I couldn't even sleep. And it ended up being a really spiritual experience for me because I asked for it to be, I completely missed Thanksgiving. My, my kid, he's 23 and his girlfriend lived with me. They were out of town and, um, I, everything was coming out my back end. And I thought, Oh my God is my disease that with this condition like for three days and I didn't know what was going on and I thought so I started like YouTubing and I thought do I have Crohn's do I have colitis like and I don't have digestive problems anymore I don't have bloating anymore my waist excuse the expression but I could wipe my back end and there's nothing on it and just fill up my toilet and I know it doesn't sound great to hear but that's success that's what we all want and I was so scared and I, then I just started meditating and ended up seeing my naturopath and realized that I ended up having the Delta virus. Well, in the early days of people getting the Delta virus, they were opening them up and their intestine times were just like, just like completely jacked up and confusing, like they sewed them back up. And in all of that, I had this Delta virus and it completely healed it very, very quick. But this is the severity of the gut, but also the magnificence of the gut. Sugar, in fact, there's 68% of the barcoded products out there that contain added sweeteners. These added sweeteners have toxins in them. There are sweeteners that are completely healthy for you that are chemical free. There are so many different labels, like over a hundred labels disguised as sugar. And the gut is this part of our body that controls everything. Studies show that 90% of disease happens and can be traced back to the gut. Millions of humans are experiencing leaky gut syndrome or some aspect of that. And roughly what that means is they're dealing with these tears or small holes in their gut lining. And it allows these tiny particles to get into their bloodstream and chemicals. Now, here's what you need to understand is that you can be completely healthy like Laura and I, and still you're dealing with 
what's going on in your environment around you. And this is why my work has become like my personal accountability. I'm talking to sick people all the time. Mm-hmm. And when you start to ask yourself what you want from health, that's a great question. But the better question is, what don't you want in three, five, 10 years? But that's the question that leads people to tears in my world. Like they start to talk about like what, I'm like, what don't you want? I don't want to be in a wheelchair. I don't want to suck up all my money and have nothing to leave my children. I don't want to be in uh, fourth stage cancer. And the U.S. is one of the sickest countries per capita. And I think that this is where the mindset comes in. That, you know, we're trained, we're manipulated by the pharmaceutical movement, by the media, by, I mean, we actually have thoughts like, you know, damn it, it's Friday night. I deserve my bottle of wine. I deserve to eat whatever I want. And even if your health is like a nine on a scale to one to 10, everybody's dealing with all these chemicals and toxins and processed foods, supplements, water. I mean, the fish source, unless you find a great fish source, there are all these statistics that, you know, you think you're eating clean, but you've got 68 to 70 average chemicals in salmon. You know, you need to find these great resources. And so like every, most everything that I do is plant-based. And you asked this question about bodybuilders. Think of an egg, they produce, that's what they do. Sprouts are so powerful. You know, you can buy some of the greatest produce in some of these stores, but it's dead produce. I can show you how to grow sprouts. It's like a very easy process. I grow wheatgrass, I grow pea sprouts, I go grow sunflower sprouts. So whether your health is challenged or has become stagnant, the greatest decision you can make is to heal your gut. And it actually happens to be our free gift. We have a program called, I love the name, and that's why I'm going to engage you in the name, but it's even better than that 15-day kickstart detox plan. But really what it's about is educating yourself on the gut and Mm. water source and intermittent fasting. And like, I, I don't eat until one o'clock in the afternoon, but I drank a very powerful nutrient green smoothie. A lot of people that drink smoothies, they're like, I don't know why I'm getting bloated. Well, you're mixing fruit that digests at a different time than produce. And in all of that, if you got a new car, you can run the shit out of it. Excuse me. That means you're younger. But even now you go back statistically There weren't people dealing with gut issues and autoimmune 20 years ago in their 20s and 30s. It's a common thing. So when you make gut detoxing a consistent health practice, you are going to naturally release weight. You're going to increase your energy. You elevate your clarity. You improve your overall physiology. And this gut detox manual that we created, man, we thought we'd do it in a month. It took nine months. I'll tell you why it took us nine months is that we knew that we needed to meet people where they're at and all of our all of our time with clients people need baby steps like we actually have a progress excuse me we have a basic plan and a progressive plan and an ideal plan now the ideal plan is for those of you that really want to elevate your health or you know you need to go narrow because you're sick or even better than that your test results come back you know something's wrong 
that's the grace period where you can completely shift your choices and your results. So it's bodytemplekickstart.com. It's in the show notes, but Body Temple is the name of the company, kickstart.com, a completely 43-minute training all about gut. And my partner, who's my son's mom, who healed herself from cancer, man, she's magic. Like she walks it, she breathes it. She is just, this is her blessing. And she has what some of you have, like genetics. Her mom has nine sisters and brothers, all have died of cancer. Her sister died at 21 of cancer when Lynn was 12. So it's not she got the gene thing that you're having to deal with. But if you heal your gut, everything will change. Oh, wow. So can you just give us a little preview of what is in this body temple program you're describing the detox like you're so good. or maybe <laughs> more specific maybe more specifically uh, and choose which either but tell us about because everybody's like what is your day like like you know walk us through you Steve who has healed your gut is like this you know magnanimous energy mm. what is what is your kind of daily routine that has really worked and sealed that gut health in yeah I'll say that formulas help people remember. And I'm going to start mm-hmm. here. Exactly. Like, you know, I am cognizant about everything that I say because I'm always, I've been trained, I'll say by spirit, to remember that when people are confused, if when they're confused, they won't make a decision. They're immobilized, they are paralyzed. And so, like Tony Robbins says, we, create these stories that are limiting beliefs that we make true and they're not true, but you make them true. And that's the middle of the formula. What you want is to be in the state where you're unstoppable or we'll say so mobile and so passionate and so focused, like Laura said in the beginning, but until you change your strategy, your story is going to rule you. Those are the decisions that you're going to make. So the body temple mantra is make a decision. You're ready for change. Second, together, we'll create your ideal wellness plan. And third, my favorite mindset, we're going to shift your poor habits to ideal habits, and we're going to notice your triggers. So it's this plan that you create over time. And so I didn't know what, I I didn't know anything about functional health. And Lynn had been on this journey And so I just started implementing these things one at a time. And I, man, there's so many people that I talk to that they have tried so many things and they're fads and they're completely unfamiliar with it. So it's like going against the grain because you're, there's this thing called serotonin and dopamine that's so powerful that like for me, when I knew I was ready to stop drinking, I was fine, but I never had an alcohol problem. I was functional just that I'd love to go out and hang out, have a couple glasses of wine, maybe a Spanish coffee. And when I made the decision, I was going to stop drinking. Damn, I could not be in an environment with people that were drinking. And then I felt powerless. And then I was like, what's the matter with me? Why can't I do this? And then I remember just having to add that into my ideal wellness plan. And it happens through training your mind affirmations. I don't hang out with people in environments that promote drinking. I would say it, I would read it every day, every morning. And I wouldn't. And then I finally got through that. 
But my day really consists of consistent detoxing. I know one of the reasons I'm able to, yesterday I got to the end of the day and I couldn't believe all that I had accomplished, but what had I done? You know, I got up early and I meditated. I tapped into, and it wasn't in a good mood yesterday, but what does that mean? You know, meditation for me is just getting quiet. I like moving meditation or I like moving meditations and I like listening to guided meditations and they're easy. You go to YouTube and you find a guided meditation, you don't have to figure it out. And you just start to calm your mind down. But all four, all of us have four things in common, physicality, like physical, spiritual, career, and financial abundance goals. And what did I forget? Relationships. And so I have affirmations of, in all those areas that I continue to grow and explore that train my brain how to think a certain way. Like I will see something that I might have a trigger for. And I say, everything that I put into my mouth, my mind and my soul is healthy. I'm not going to do it. So I I think this is really, I just want to point out to everyone, this is really important because sometimes people get a little, you know, cynical and they're like, woo, woo, this, woo, that. And it's like, no, you're actually, you are encrypting this into your coding by saying these things. It's not woo, woo. It's not throwing something out and hoping it'll land. You actually, just like you would do with any habit, just like when you're learning to drive, you have to repeat, repeat, repeat until it becomes automatic, until you don't have to look in what you just get in the car, turn on. You're not like looking all around, taking a moment where it's in there. It's encoded. It becomes a habit. And then it's becoming part of your, again, your cellular matrix. It, so it, there, there dis, dismiss this idea that it's woo woo. It is real because you're dealing with this. You're dealing with this incredible, you know, CEO of our brain that is like, like you mentioned, Steve, holds our stories, but our stories can always be popped out with new encoding. So you do have to say those things. And some people will have to say them for decades to, to kind of be so hardwired that the old voices are not there. But I just wanted to yeah, you know, anybody I, that, I am loving this interview yeah. and you're, you're phenomenal at what you do. Like you, this is your gift. I want to just point that out. I want to throw Thank out this you. acknowledgement too, because wow, it's, it, you so know, and are guided to think, what are these people thinking? Well, let's talk about it. How many of you have gone to a 20 year, 10 year, 30 year reunion? And they're all the same way. Like, you know, I mean, people's lives are like their past becomes their present and their present becomes their future and they have no change. And then we're looking at all these other people and we're either aspiring to have what they have or we're envy. We envy what they have. And it's the same energy. One's healthy and one's not. How do you create transformation? And so there's this thing called contrast that people look at like it's bad. Good news is when you see something you don't want or you experience something you don't want because you live in a time and space where you have free will. We've been guided with free will. And I hear no one talking about this. The frontal lobe is like the free will. The the primary mind is the immature part of your mind like an animal. Why is the only animal close to having the similarities of the primal mind is a chimpanzee and they have like 15% of our 40% of our, our, our frontal lobe. And when a mother loses, or excuse me, a 
baby is taken from them, sometimes they'll commit suicide. They will hang themselves. So it is a thing. We have this capacity with this frontal lobe to create change. It's slower. It's awareness. Scientists say it has a capacity of a trillion megabytes. And most human beings are walking around with 2000. You want 2000? Well, then how do you do it? How do you transform your mind? You have to retrain your mind. Like, so when I got sick and went 12 weeks having to friggin' eat grapefruit, and that was it, man, I was like committed to that process. It didn't mean that I, and after, after that, it was like, I had to completely shift what I was putting in my body. And there were these triggers that started to happen. And I had to train my brain that sometimes my frontal lobe, that three-year-old that says, I want my sugar, I want my cocktail, would show up and all of a sudden bloated, not feeling good. Well, we want to live in a state of power because here's the scoop, here's the bottom line. We're either living in a state of power in every minute or powerless. It's not either or, it's not both, it's either or. And when we're in a state of power, it's only defined by you. You love your thoughts, you love your choices, you love how you handle that, you love the decisions you make, you even love the person that reacted to you and you felt good about how you responded. We want progress. But how do we get there? We need a plan. And we have to design that plan with someone that's willing to listen to us, go into familiar areas. Like we have this five-step process we take people through and it ends with like a wellness affirmation. And it begins with like, what do you really want your health to look like in five, 10 or 15 years? And what don't you want? But the third step is this really descriptive process on ideal, your ideal fitness plan. With some, for some of you, just moving, you know, ideal food plan, ideal water source. And we designed this process and it's super, super fun. The first step is just to go through that 15 or 45 minute kickstart detox video. You're going to see the manual we have. We have a, we have a body temple shopping list. We have a toxic ingredients to avoid. We've got all these complimentary resources, even an online community. And so we just, I mean, we're a philanthropic movement at the at, at, at our best, and that's what we really started with. And uh, yeah, it's, oh, it uh, sounds incredible. So, how can people, aside from the show notes, how can people find out more about these offerings, your community, how they can sign up for this optimal health and body temple? Yeah, gosh, I would say the first step is simply to go to Body Temple Kickstart. Dot com. And what's going to happen is you're going to be sent a link to the Kickstart Detox program, 15 days. And in that process, we are going to support you in creating a 15-day detox program. And then how to keep that consistent in your life. You're also going to be invited to join our online community. We have an online community with coaches and resources, and we go live and we answer questions and we're even old school, you know, we have our coaches reach out to everybody that opts in, they'll send you a text or an email saying, Hey, I've been assigned to you. I'm here to answer your questions. We want to support you. And we're talking like some phenomenal coaches. So we're all about helping people get what they want, everything that they want. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's incredible. Well, I feel like you have the same energy I do when, when, when you see people's lives being transformed, it's, it's, 
it's really the most magical gift oh, in in being in these positions. And I would I would just like to maybe close by asking, like, where do you see yourself in ten? A really good question, and something that I'm very clear about. God, this brings up emotion. My son knows me so well, and I I'm going to throw out that you know whatever adversity you're dealing with, and I'm going to answer this question. You have grace, and when you decide that miracles are going to find you, they do. We're not always awake to them. You know, we live in a very gracious, graceful universe. And I'm saying that because I never wanted to have kids. My dad and I, like, I mean, I thought I would screw it up. I didn't want to have kids. I got married, not wanting to have kids. And the grace in this soul that I have been so blessed to learn from that is so amazing. Can I even tell you that it's the one thing that I learned, man, about grace when I thought, oh, wow. I mean, from the time he was born, he's just like low maintenance, right? But he looks at me last night and he goes, dad, guess what? Betty White turned 100. And I'm like, no way. Now, the reason he said Betty White turned 100 is that he knows I my issue's been aging. I haven't wanted to age. And this coach picked it up. I've hired a coach every year to work with for the last 27 years. And this coach said to me, you don't like aging, do you? And I go, no, God, I do anything to stay young in my mind and my soul. I love youth. The three things I'm passionate about are leadership, youth and, and health. And he said, who's your mentors? I didn't have any. I couldn't really like find anybody like I'm talking youthful, like in spirit. And then I started just to research and I didn't, and Betty White was one of them. And, you know, you think about the joy that she's had, like she was interviewed one, one time on Oprah Winfrey and they talked about her character and she said, it's easy. I'm just being myself. Like the character that I usually play is really myself and I'm happy and I'm joyful. And that's the Mm. essence of what I focus on in my life. Mm -hmm. And so finding joy. Yeah. And for me, it's vitality. And I get that the decisions I make today affect my life tomorrow. And so I am just completely cognizant of what everything I put in my mind, my body, and you'll learn a lot about um, meditation and really about how to create your rendition of an ideal. Sometimes it's 15 minutes for me. That's all I get. And sometimes it's an hour when I can take it, but nobody gets my morning, but me. And it reminds me how I want to play my game. Mm, well, you're going to be, you know, 10 years from now, not looking like Yoda, but maybe having the <laughs> wisdom and that beautiful energy. And I can uh, see it now. So thank you so much for your time. You have what an honor. Yes. You have so much incredible knowledge and passion and I see it. And everybody make sure you check out Steve and his offerings at the body temple and check out the show notes for his wonderful free offering. Thank you so much, Steve. It's been a joy having you. Thank you, Laura. And for everybody out there, as always, I'm pulling for you. Hold up. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 